The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Coach's Show is brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, Dana Womack, Celeste Middleton, and Emerson Williams. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Time to talk some Oakland football this morning. The head coach is joining us today, Kevin Creasy, and uh, the Patriots winners last night by a final score of 56 to nothing. 49 nothing halftime lead over the Riverdale Warriors and uh, quarterfinal win means you're in the semifinals. And uh, coach, congratulations. Appreciate it. Big win, obviously. They they all always uh, are, are big wins. But um, we're going to talk about this more in just a moment. But uh, ten semifinal appearances—that's that's pretty uh, pretty spectacular. Yep. You know you've had a good year whenever uh, you get to practice on Thanksgiving, and and our guys, uh, you know, have been really fortunate. Our fan base has been really fortunate to uh, get to experience that over the last decade, and. Uh, Hopefully we can have another good performance next Friday. Well, um, we'll go ahead and kind of mention this part because uh, you, you, you've kind of had uh, week 11, Battle of the Borough uh, regular season was the final game of the season. There was a lot of build up to that game. That was a game that was at your place, lost that game by one. Since then, it seems like your team has been laser focused and um, the word revenge has been thrown out there a lot. Is that the proper word? What, what, what has, has led to the focus that your team has had? Do you think? Ah, you know, uh, we've said from the get go that we were going to play Riverdale twice if things shook out like they're supposed to. So yeah, I don't know that revenge is exactly the word I'd use. I think we've always known that we're going to play them twice. You know, before the game, we said that we should play them twice and, uh, you know, unfortunately, we didn't win the first one. We felt like we should have won it, and uh, we came up short, and I think that worked out uh, actually to our benefit. Even though we've been having to go on the road, I think uh, it definitely got our guys' attention and let them know that, you know, if you don't show up for 48 minutes, you just show up for 24 minutes, that you could uh, take an L, and, and we could have uh, done the same thing against Gallatin, could have done the same thing against Mount Juliet, and uh, luckily our guys have – have been laser focused and uh, had a great week of preparation. Definitely uh, wanted to uh, have a better performance than we did the first time we played them. Well, um, out of the gate, um, a lot of people uh, as well. And when I say people, this, <laughs> let me just get talk about this part of it too. There was more conversation about this game and this playoff game than I remember about really any football game maybe in the last five six years and you've been to three championships in a row it was yeah. it was really interesting no i agree with you there's been a lot of chatter there's been a lot of talk been a lot of stuff on social media uh but at the same time you know i think it's it's great for our community to kind of get the two old schools back uh being competitive with each other both of them being good uh you know it should be oakland riverdale in the third round uh it's just not the same you know with a you know out of county team or something but uh playing for all the marbles to to make it to thanksgiving weekend that's the way it ought to be coach krosky and myself we talked about it before the game you know it's a great environment uh the two you know old murfreesboro schools playing together uh you know the third 
third weekend of the playoffs is the way it's supposed to be. Uh, so it was it was an electric atmosphere, and a, uh, you know the heated rivalry was definitely a heated rivalry. And uh, like I said, it's good that uh, you know when both of us are pretty good. Well, um, right out of the gate, um, the football is fumbled. You get the short field score. In fact. Uh, four turnovers and you take advantage of Riverdale's four turnovers there was a block punt you turn that into points um I know that that's what you're supposed to do that's what you want to do but you actually did that last night and that certainly obviously helped you win uh, the football game uh convincingly yeah you know I think a lot of credit's got to be given to coach Watson who you know does our defense I thought he had a great plan and um got got the guys prepared for all the different things they did to us the first time, you know, they say it's hard to beat a team twice in one year, but usually in this rivalry, whoever wins the regular season wins the playoff game. Uh, but again, we felt like there were some real bad things that went against us the first time we played and, and, uh, got the kind of momentum rolling in their direction. And, and I felt like the momentum was rolling our direction all night last night. And like I said, a lot of credits given to, to our players that executed a great game plan. And then uh, we've got a young special teams coordinator, uh, Coach Bryson, Marcus Bryson from Shell Voice, come over and, and uh, helped us with our kick game and and uh, put in that, that pump block. And, and uh, you know, you talk about the fastest thing that changes a, uh, a ball game is a, is a block kick. And so uh, blocking that punt, setting up our third touchdown, I, I think that was huge. Uh Let's see, you have <clears throat> only allowed five points in three games uh, against opponents. Um, the two in last week's game. Was a safety, yeah. yeah. That, that really is not on uh, the defense. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's that's pretty remarkable. Um, and, you know, Jacob did exactly what he needed to do last week, you know, in, in that mm-hmm. situation. So, um, to – I just wanted to make sure that we give that the defense of yours props like they deserve. Corey Smith um, was just crazy good last night. Had a sack, um, two fumble recoveries. Uh, Carlos Wader also had a fumble recovery uh, last night in the game too. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, uh, I think our guys were just swarming to the football, you know, being ball hawks. And uh, our guys were everywhere, you know, didn't give them a lot of time to – uh, you know, execute their offense. I thought we did a good job of taking away some of their best receivers. Um, you know, you, you look at their offense all year, it's one of the most dynamic and explosive offenses in the state. And, uh, you know, they're, they're getting shut out. And I think it was uh, a real statement game for our defense. Yeah, certainly. Uh, Brock Montgomery and Keyshawn Williams, they're two leading receivers, uh, both with ton of yards on the season um only had uh, 18 combined last night quarterback threw for 111 yards but wasn't really necessarily uh, uh maybe you can describe it not a huge pass rush or, or rush on the quarterback but he he certainly felt the pressure all night uh right. and, and that seemed to be one of the things that you wanted to do make him feel like uh he didn't have a lot of time to sit back there and throw yeah, yeah, you know, Corey Smith, when you're rushing a guy like Corey Smith, it's like <laughs> rushing two or three guys, you know, and uh, I thought Dre Odom had another good game. Uh, he's one of our quick D linemen. 
just uh, only having to rush three or four and then being able to drop a lot of guys into coverage, I think that's good. But also giving different looks. I thought I thought we mixed up the coverages a lot. You know, uh, definitely didn't show everything that we could have done the first time we played. Uh, but at the same time, you know, this one was for all the marbles. So, you know, we kind of emptied our toolbox and did a lot of different things. And, and like I said, the biggest thing wasn't what we did. It's it's who we did it with and how we did it. I think our guys were embarrassed, you know. Uh, that doesn't happen a lot of times with teenagers. Sometimes they just make an excuse or, you know, uh, find a way out. But our guys were embarrassed. They took ownership of the loss. You know, they knew that there was a – uh, 69 game win streak at home that they let everybody down and you know they wanted to get that bad feeling out of their, their system and and like I said they did it last night and you know did it for four quarters you know in life there are many opportunities when things like that happen to you you don't have an opportunity to rectify it but you you did mm. and you were able to do that yeah so yeah that's right it's uh it was huge you know you you, you definitely want to win your last game and then if you're playing uh, your rival you definitely want to win as many of them as you can you know you, you'd rather win them all but if you're going to win one you better win in the playoffs or you'll be taking up your stuff on monday kevin creasy joining us talking oakland football this morning on the offensive side of the ball um Dewan morris mr football semifinalist, 18 carries uh, 174 yards five touchdowns all in the first half so um um he definitely got his his work in and uh, uh and plus some but all again all in the first half you led 49 nothing at halftime um that that kid deserves all the accolades he gets because he's a workhorse isn't he he is you know he did a great job i thought uh scoring five touchdowns in a half is uh you know unprecedented i think uh that's the most touchdowns scored against a top 10 team and uh third round or, or further in the playoffs uh in the history of the playoffs uh so you know for a half of football playing a top 10 opponent uh you know that's impressive numbers but he's the first to give all the credit to you know our h-backs our tight ends our linemen yeah. uh, he knows that they did a good job of blocking for him and and like i said they all had a great week of practice uh ashton jones as well um really good night um as as well and you know if he doesn't have the ball and he's in there he's blocking deuce hewitt uh, i mentioned him uh, off the air i thought your quarterbacks played very well last night uh and and that's that's starting to gel i know it's taken a little time you've had some injuries and things but that that one two coming in and out uh, i mean that's that's really starting to come together here in the playoffs as it should oh yeah yeah you know the best thing about rotating both quarterbacks is that in practice they're competing with each other they're making each other better and mm-hmm. then, of course they have to prepare like they're the starter so you're, you're working two quarterbacks and uh you know it benefits the whole team and it makes it a little you know uh easier to call some plays that are, are risky you know because uh you, you're not as worried about getting your one quarterback hurt because you got two of them so uh definitely going to pay uh you know dividends uh throughout the rest of the season and like I said, it's worked out well for us, and you know, like I said, uh, those two are competitors, and and they are going to com- continue to compete and get each other better. Well, uh, a few little tidbits from last night's game uh, as well. Of course, uh, it was the seventh time that Oakland and Riverdale have played each other in the playoffs, uh, and since 
in, in school history. The first time was in 1998, and that was actually the only time before last night that the team that won the regular season did not win the playoff game. And um, that one wound up the same. Riverdale won the regular season. Oakland won the uh, quarterfinal game. That happened in 98, happened last night. And uh, Battle of the Borough record went down last night. Riverdale had the uh, record of uh, largest shutout. It was 49 nothing by the team from 1994. Yeah. That was yeah. a pretty good team. Yeah, they, I think the, <laughs> the class of 94 for Riverdale was actually at that yeah. game last night. I think they brought in a, a, a bunch of the alumni and, and all that. So uh, it's good to break that record for sure. Well, Coach, um, your, your attention turns to um, – Bradley Central, of course, and it's the first time in a long time we're not talking about uh, heading to to Maryville. Any thoughts on new blood planning to play somebody new here in this semifinal game? Uh, You know, I just know that uh, Bradley has a heck of a team, you know, because we saw what they've done to Maryville, and uh, we've got a lot of respect for Maryville. So um, anybody that can can, – handle Maryville the way they did uh they better get your attention i know they got a lot of uh division one players on their team i know that they've uh, gone undefeated which we know how tough that is uh so a lot of credit's got to be given to those guys they got a heck of a head coach and uh do a really good job just uh hadn't been down there so it's going to be interesting i'm sure it's going to be a packed house and uh you know this type of year uh this time of year is just uh you know, for all the marbles. So uh, we expect a rowdy crowd in a hostile environment, but, uh, you know, we're kind of getting used to that. Well, if you're an Oakland Patriot football fan, you're also getting used to this uh, semifinal thing. It's been uh, quite the quite the run 10 years in a row. Um, that may be the longest streak now. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maryville had it before, 22 years, and now this is 10 years. This is also 29 out of the last 30 years that a Rutherford County team has played in a semifinal game, which is just astounding. That goes yeah. back to 1993. Uh, Coach, you, you mentioned a few um, things about Bradley Central. Um, they're they're solid. They're 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 going to be a challenge, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. They're they're going to be the most talented team we've seen this year, and that includes Center Grove uh, out of Indiana. Uh, so we we've got our hands full. There's no doubt. I I know they got a ton of talented players. We haven't really watched any tape on them or anything. We just know the newspaper clippings and that sort of stuff that we hear about. And uh, they're really talented. And uh, so we're going to have our hands full. It's it's tough to go on the road, you know, in the playoffs and win. But uh, you know, I think this group, if we could maintain our focus and you know uh, come in, you know, kind of with that burning desire like we had this week. We'll be all right. We don't want to be uh, like it was when I first got here. You know, happy just to beat the the team in the county, and and then you let down the next week. We we've got to make sure we understand what's at stake, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll have two more games left. Well, you you've been able to to push past that very successfully uh, as well, and I guess the the message will be we we can't have spent all of our our energy and focus on winning last night against Riverdale because there's still a mission. You still have goals to accomplish. Right, right, right. And and that's the big thing that we noticed is is that some people just get happy, you know, 
making it to the playoffs or getting to the third round or winning the region. You know, our goals go way beyond that. And uh, I think that's kind of what our guys uh, kind of portrayed last night is, look, this thing is uh, not went our way week 10, but uh, we're in control of our own destiny and we plan on trying to rectify some wrongs from week 10. Well, it's been kind of a tradition, Thanksgiving dinner and football practice and um, day after a little trip somewhere to East Tennessee every other year at least. And uh, coach, congrats on the win. And uh, we'll see what Bradley has in store. Hopefully it's, it's a grass field and all that, right? I I have no idea. I have no clue. I guess you're going to watch a lot of film this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple (laughs) days to catch up and find out. All right, and uh, a little easier, I guess, practice since we got a whole week off. That's something different, too. I don't know if that's easier or not. Uh, Maybe not. I'm kind of a routine guy, so I'm I'm not really (laughs) a big fan of being off yeah well i know you'll figure it out coach appreciate it again congrats all right thanks that's kevin creasy joining us on the coaches show brought to you by little caesar's pizza with four murfreesboro locations memorial boulevard warrior drive south rutherford boulevard and old fort parkway get hot and ready pizza from little caesar's